What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Comic Book Lair. I'm Kyle. Ray. Dude, how are you, buddy? I'm hanging in there. You're hanging in there while you're hanging in the lair. Hanging in there this week. That's all I can say. Well, we're proud of you for being here, for for sticking it through, because uh, I heard about your week, your two weeks, man. And uh, it was rough. It was a long, long couple weeks. Um Switching roles in the in, in um, at work, and so um, just doing a lot of training, a lot of running around different areas of town. So it's been long. Yeah, training's not easy either. Training somebody new on something. Yeah, training somebody new and then training for for my new role is um, is a lot. That's a lot, dude. So it's been t- it's been tough, tiring. Um, other than that, how was your week going, buddy? Good dude. I've been trying to convince my kids to go watch Mario with me and I haven't had any luck yet. Dude, I might watch Guardians this weekend. I can't wait to hear what you think because I've heard uh, pretty good things from my from coworkers who have went to go see it. But I did hear that the the rocket part's pretty tough to get through. Yeah, I heard the exact same thing. I heard it's sad. I heard it's really, really good. Um and I, I don't know the Guardian movies. I loved them both, both, yeah. both one and two. I think one, I think obviously was um, my favorite. I I, I like yeah. two, but one was just I don't know something. It was just special and hilarious, and um, so yeah, I'm pretty stoked to watch this one. So I saw somebody say that like the reason the Guardians movies work where the other ones are kind of struggling is that like Guardians is first and foremost a James Gunn movie and MCU second, and. Uh, I think that there's probably some truth there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'll let you know if I get to it. Yeah, I'm dying to know uh, how you feel about it. I heard that they went with 90s music this time, so I'm a little nervous. Because the first movie with that old school classic rock was where it was at, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. There's some good 90s jams. Yeah. I mean, we got like, uh, what do we got in the 90s? (laughs) House of Pain. (laughs) Remember House of Pain? Yeah, there's some funny, dude. There's some funny ones that we were jamming in the '90s too. That you look back and some dude, parachute pants and if Limp Biscuit shows up, I'm gonna lose it. Were they late '90s? They were late '90s, huh? I think so. Yeah, Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Should we even like tell everybody how crazily obsessed I was with Limp Biscuit? I mean, what an embarrassment. Dude, they were probably on, they were in your car nonstop. I remember just jamming brake stuff probably at least three times a day. So embarrassing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, a lot of the stuff I used to listen to when I was a kid, I can go back to and like enjoy it somewhat, you know? Yeah. And so the other day, I put on Limp Biscuit just to see, and oh my gosh, it's so bad. Every once in a while, like I have a Pandora station that comes on, and every once in a while it'll play an old Limp Biscuit song, and I literally skip have it? to hit the skip button. Yes, can't <laughs> do it, dude. It's in, it's entirely too terrible. And they have this like a couple new CDs that I was just like out of curiosity put them on one time. That's so bad, dude. So bad. And I've tried to like listen to corn and I can't do Jonathan Davis's voice. I'm just like, get out of here with whatever you're doing. Get it out. <laughs> that was the jam back in the day. I know, man. Um, dude, so let me ask you a question. Let me ask you this before we get going. Yeah, hit it. 
Mother's Day is coming up this yeah. weekend. What do you yeah. got going on? You got anything special planned for, for your wife or your mom? Or how do you guys do it? Are you guys just like, it's just another day in the, in the I life would the- love to, to sit here and tell you that I have this amazing day planned. Come on, dude. You got to win dad of the year. But it's tough, dude. This is what we call birthday season because we've got my, both kids' birthdays within two months. Megan's birthday was on the 8th. So... And then Mother's Day and Father's Day, like, it's just crazy. Yeah. And so, I don't know. It kind of creeps up on me, too, because I'm a terrible planner. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And literally before we went live, I was looking. I was like, oh, no, I've got three days. Dude, you haven't. (laughs) Tell me you haven't got her nothing. (laughs) Nothing yet, dude. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know what I'm doing tomorrow with the kids? We're making Mother's Day gifts. Well, I'm not. I'm. I mean. Let me see. How I got a phrase this, just in case my wife listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> I planned pretty decent. So, like a week ago, I bought a uh, this cool gift online. The bad thing is, it's just I I paid for like to expedite ship it, you know, just in case yeah, since it is Mother's yeah. Day week, you know. But and this was last week, and I was like, I'll I'll pay the extra few bucks, expedite it just in case. And since it's like a custom, like there's like a, it's like one of those bracelets that you look through and it's like a picture. Oh, those are cool. Yeah. Kid, like, and it's, yeah. yeah. And ladies like it. And dude, <laughs> it still hasn't even shipped. Oh no, dude. You're not getting it. No. Bro. So I'm not even getting it. And I just paid to expedite it. Like they should have put a big warning like on the webpage. Like if you don't, you yeah. know, order it by this date, you ain't getting it. And they didn't do that. And so today I was scrambling to Oh, to get know. like a backup gift? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the same boat though. I got Megan a birthday gift and it, you know, her birthday's on the eighth and it still hasn't got here yet. It's supposed to be here tomorrow. Fingers no. crossed. <laughs> I'm usually a pretty good gift giver though, but um sometimes it creeps up on you. I felt like I used to be good at gifts until everyone I knew had income of their own and just bought whatever they wanted. Now I'm like, what do I get people, man? Everyone's just buying whatever they want. Yeah, It's really easy for people like, I think, for people like you and I who have silly little hobbies and it's like, oh, here's a warrior's shirt with the turtle on it or, uh, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) those things are so easy to find and you know I'm going to be stoked. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I got I got her a book to like get her something before the other gift came, and bro, <laughs> she had already read the book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like right why on. is she even married to me anymore? <laughs> I gave it to her with the gift receipt, so luckily she was able to take it back and and get oh whatever she wanted. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. I know it's so challenging when people like when you get older, like gifts are like, I don't know. It's just even for like my mom, I was like, my wife's like, what do you get your mom? And I was like, I don't know. Like, what do I get my mom? Like, yeah, she's older. She's not in anything like, you know, cool hobbies. Like, what do I donate to her 401k? Or like, what? <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know what to even do. <laughs> oh, man. Luckily with kids, it's always easy to get my parents something. I'm like, look at what the kids made you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just some random piece of cardboard paper you found in a, at yep. a dr- old junk drawer and they just drew all over it. Yep, exactly. Put a bunch <laughs> of stickers on it that fall off in two days. Like, sweet, dude. <laughs> sweet. 
<laughs> I think uh, oh. for Megan, for her Mother's Day and her birthday, they've made her like a jewelry box like three years in a row and uh, just put stickers on it and little tiles that are glued like randomly on it. It's a thought that counts, right? Yeah, it is. How many, does she have them all lined up on her dresser or something? Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Can I tell you something embarrassing, bro? Yeah, let me hear it. I love embarrassing stories. So you know how we changed up our recording schedule a little bit? Only by a day. Yeah, yeah. And even if we had our normal day, I still would have made the same mistake. But in last week's episode... If I'm not just sitting there talking about what people can do for Free Comic Book Day, when this the episode wasn't going to come out till after Free Comic Book Day, dude. You want to know what's even more embarrassing? <laughs> and I can't even get over this. Like, I don't even know why I'm going to bring it up. Because people probably, I don't know if even people noticed um, with all of our millions of listeners. Probably not because not that many people were reading Skyward. Oh my gosh, dude. So the main villain, his name's Barrow. 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 I can't freaking get it right still, dude. Barrow. Like he's borrowing your pen or something. <laughs> this is getting even more embarrassing. I'm turning red and it's just me and you on here. You didn't call him Burrow the whole time, though. dude. Our whole episode last week, dude. I'm calling this man freaking Burrow, dude. Like he's Joe Burrow from the Cincinnati Bengals out there, just running after Willow, and not like once or twice for like 15 minutes straight, full on yeah. conversation. I'm just saying Burrow left and right. Yeah. And when I was re- listening to our recording, I was dying laughing because I was like, how can I be so bad? And then like towards the end, then I start calling him the right name, which obviously I don't even know his name still. <laughs> how embarrassing is that? So yeah, that was straight up embarrassing. And I mean, hysterical because I was laughing so hard on the way to work. I even called you. It was like 630 in the morning and I was dying laughing. I, I I noticed it, but I wouldn't have thought it was as funny until you had called me. And so I had to go back and listen to the episode again. And I just wasn't cracking up. <laughs> yeah. We're, uh, I got to get better. That's <laughs> embarrassing. I got to get better. <laughs> oh. Anyways. And another thing that was a bummer. Um, dude, I haven't missed free comic book day. I don't know. Three years. I don't know. We've been taking my, I've been taking the, even the kids for the last like three years in a row. I missed it this last week. Wow. Yeah. We had, um, I think my daughter had a volleyball game. I had to, I had to work and drive all the way to the opposite side of town. And so unfortunately I missed it. I mean, it looked like a blast too. Like the shop I did too, they go all out, dude. It's, it's super fun. I saw their pictures on Instagram and they had such a long line, dude. It was nuts. I've seen it longer than that before, where it wraps around the building and they do giveaways every hour. The sales are insane. They had three guest artists in there this uh, this last weekend. And so pretty bummed I missed out on it. Hopefully, um, sometimes they have so much like leftover like books from, you know, like the free ones that they yeah. have them like throughout the week. So I'm going to try to go and see see what they have. I really wanted to get Fireflies. Uh, and a couple other ones. So we'll see if they have some. Did I say it right? Is it Fireflies? Gosh, dude. Flea Flies? Flea Flicker? What is it? 
fish flies? <laughs> you said, yeah, like you knew that was it, too. You were like, yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, dude. Oh, see how many times I can make you get something wrong today. Oh, fish flies, fireflies. Good old you Jeff. Know, you know what I meant. I just laughed because you said fireflies the last episode, too. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. That's terrible, dude. I'm bad at this. Dude, so I've been dying to chat with you about Sweet Tooth. Episode three. What'd you think? Well, first of all, I liked it. But... I need to get your opinion on something. I'll say this flat out before we get going. I liked it as well. So let me hear it. What did you think of Pete? (laughs) At first, when he was just crawling around, I was like, okay, maybe it's a hybrid croc. But then he stood up on his back legs and said his name, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) And I just was like, what in the what? Why? Like some of the decisions they've made with these hybrids is just not. Like my I understand jam. they probably don't have like the biggest budget, and I'm not trying to knock it. I I look past it, but when I first seen it, I was like, really? You know why it bums me out the most though? Isn't like sometimes when I'm watching something, I'm constantly thinking about recommending it to somebody or what I would say to somebody to watch the show. And when Pete shows up, I'm like, that's it. I can't recommend this show to anybody. Because <laughs> if I recommend this show to someone and then they see Pete, what are they thinking of me? <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you this. I don't know. And I don't want to be nitpicky because I do really enjoy the show, but there's like parts where nobody thinks any of these hybrids talk. Oh, and so far, gosh. every single one of them has talked. Like everyone, yeah, all of them talk, dude. There's like 2% that don't talk. It's just that little kid. Even he's looking like he looks like a full, like 90% crocodile and like 10% kid. And he's talking, he's still talking. (laughs) But overall, I still enjoyed it, dude. Um, I like that you you got the more backstory, and Gus finally got to see like kind of his beginning where he came from. So that was cool. And, um, yeah, overall, I liked it, man. I, I, um, Big Man is super rad still. Like, that little town was pretty crazy that they went to. Yeah, dude. Who do, I wonder who she's trying to call and what they're going to help her with. And yeah. it's all going to be wild. Because they called right at the end of the episode, right? That's how it ends. But then yeah. ringing. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that uh, that bad dude, the main villain... <laughs> I thought he knew who Big Man was. Like, he wouldn't have spotted Big Man from the stage there. Like, I thought for sure. Like, the second he saw Big Man, it'd be like, Oh, yeah. I know that guy. I know. So, yeah. I've He sticks out like a sore thumb. Like, he's... Yeah. He's Big Man. Yeah. He's a big man. There's another... Yeah, for sure. And his arms all beat up, like, in a sling. Like a, I know. He's, so, that part confused me a little bit. And it's funny, um, like when they first get there and like they see like the first men what are they called the last men coming in last man yeah he's all trying to like hide he's like oh man the last man let's get out of here but then they all show up and he just like walks out front and he's just like hey <laughs> let's hear what they got to say and i'm just like bro you were just trying to get away and now That's you're just true. like 
rolling out there, no big deal, wanting to hear what this guy's saying. And I forgot I was, that that happened. Yeah, dude, that's even worse now. <laughs> Dang it, dude. I mean, I know we're all just nitpicking it, and it's not anything bad or, you know, no, 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 gonna break it for me, but it, it, it was cool, man. And um, I dig it. Me too, dude. It definitely wants me to, uh, makes me want to jump it back into um, the comic and, and read through them all just to see how they compare. Ross just started watching it and then he started reading it and he was like, dude, they're so different. And yeah. I was like, I know. The tone and everything is wildly different. Oh, yeah. Definitely darker in the, in the, in the comic for sure. So. But did you notice, though, when they started explaining where this stuff came from, that they did mention those like old school voyagers on their ships? Got me a little nervous. I was like, I hope we don't go down this rabbit trail for well, too long. Remember, even when she was exploring in episode one, she went through that like in that ice cave and there's like an old like looking pirate ship down there. Yeah. So, so making me a little nervy. I think it'll be all right. Yeah. I did hear and I don't know if this is true or not. I did hear that because um, I don't know how it ends, but I heard it didn't get renewed for another season. So I don't know if that means it didn't. Really? I heard it story. did. Oh, you did? Well, I maybe. heard that it's going to be three seasons and done. Oh, well, good. I hope so. Because I was, uh, I can't remember who was telling me about it, but I was going to be bummed if it was like, didn't finish the whole story and then didn't get renewed. I would be kind of bummed. Dang it. Now I'm worried. Maybe it didn't. Well, I don't know who I don't know what my source was. I can't remember, but we'll have to check it out. I just wish that like these people that pick up these things would like have some sort of commitment to it. Like stop picking them up and dropping them. Does it like it's so I hate it. Wasn't it just on the top ten too in Netflix? I don't know. I can't remember. I thought it was on one of the top ten. You know how when you first jump on Netflix and it's like top ten this week or whatever. I thought I thought it was on there. Sweet seven days ago, Sweet Tooth season three has now been officially confirmed. Oh, good. With the new season having filmed in secret in late 2022 and early 2023. So they're already filming season three. Yeah, Sweet Tooth renewed will will end with season three. So I think they'll tell the complete story in three seasons. Like definitely truncated, but Right. Well, that's good. Cause I was nervous about that when I heard that. Bro, I just wish you knew the end. Of the comic. Well, I have time. I'll have time to read it if you know. No, because I just want to tell you it's just wow, man. Is it a gut wrencher? It was the first time this is what made me actually fall in love with it. It was this the first time when I put down a book, I like not like cry cried, but definitely got a little teary eyed. You know what I mean? Got a little misty. So I'm hoping that they can kind of capture that because the Gus age is pretty like towards the end of the book, I'm not going to say anything more than this, but he ages and some things go down and, and I'll just say it all, it all stems from, I mean, even in the comic book, he's not as lovable, but he just love big man. I think they did a way better job with big man in the, in the show as making him a lovable dude, but him and Gus's relationship in the comics was still such an important and pivotal thing for Gus that the way that whole thing goes down is, uh, Man, just a one-two punch to the gut. Yeah, I remember reading volume one and just after watching the first season and then I read volume one and definitely uh, Big Man in, in, in the comic was not the nicest dude. He pretty rough around the edges. But um, yeah, <clears throat> overall, I was stoked with it. So uh, this week I'll dive into episode four and um, 
What is it? Is it eight episodes? Eight or nine? Yeah, I think it's eight. Were you surprised at all when Gus saw the video of like, remember when they flash back? Well, they're watching that old video that was recorded of the presentation where they bring out Gus as a baby and they're yeah. talking. Were you surprised that he was stoked about it? He took it way different than what I expected. In the book, he kind of takes it a little more rough. Like he's a little bit bummed that he's like a creation. Yeah. And that's what I was expecting to happen. Yeah. But he's just all smiles, like getting to see his mom hold him. Pretty wild, dude. Pretty wild. And I still can't tell what doc- the doctor's going to end up doing, man. But it seems like his wife is turning a leaf. I know. She's all for the hybrids. And he's kind of like, just wants to save them, it seems like. Because she's know. like all blown away now that because she's in that room and she saw all the notes that was it Wendy yeah, made for so. her mom and like Mother's Day cards and birthday cards. And she's yep. like, wait a second, these things have feelings and can talk. And uh, so she goes to see him in their little prison and brings him food. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I think, um, I don't know, because the husband is like trying to save her and technically. He's, you know, a prisoner himself. So trying to save both of them. Yeah, but he, she's so telling he's him like, gonna, like, yeah, he's going to do whatever it takes, but she's not going to let it happen. I don't think. I don't think so either. Because she's like, how many more have to, how many lives have to, you know, yeah, die to just protect me? Yeah, yeah. Let me and, ask you a uh, question. Hit remember, it. remember in episode two where our main dude with the beard? What's his, what's the the bad guy's name. I can't remember his name. The main villain. The main villain. We'll just call him the main V. Remember when he goes to meet those dudes on the beach? (laughs) (laughs) The main V. Remember when he goes to meet meet those other groups on the beach and they're like not wanting to partner with him? Uh, yeah, the dudes who were like riding horses. Yeah, and nobody else shows up, and he's like, "No, we don't want to partner with you." They didn't show up because they don't want to partner with you or whatever. Yeah, do they yeah. play a big factor like moving forward, like different factions? And it's kind of hard to tell. Uh, there's a big scene in the book that takes up like a big middle chunk where they go to this. They're on the run, and they get in this weirdos compound. Uh, but some of these like dueling factions with our main villain guy, I can't really remember them in the comic book. So if they're there, I don't remember them, but I'm tempted to be like, no, that's kind of just a feature of the show. Yeah. yeah. But I could be wrong because I read that book a while ago. Yeah. Cause it's interesting that popped up and then, yeah, I really haven't seen anything else. I mean, it's only three yeah. episodes in, but. Well, I'm liking dude, and I'm really happy that it's going to have a proper ending because it's a story that definitely deserves it, I think. Um, what a neat story, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's cool, and a lot of people like it. Like, I think I said last week, even my dad's watching it, and like other family members, and it, they enjoy it, and they don't even know it was a comic book. Oh, yeah. So, pretty cool. Yeah. Dude, well, what do you say we jump into a book that we've both been reading? And um, kind of cool how I came across this. So my local library has a pretty decent section of like graphic novels that I've picked up a yeah. few um, past couple weeks. But then um, you can like jump online and like try to find books like at different libraries around like my city that have mm-hmm. other like graphic novels. And then I, if I like want them, then they'll ship them over to my library for me to pick up. Well, then some like have a little um, like they're digital. 
And I was like, how am I going to read books digital? Like, that, this is cool. So anyways, um, I found out they partner with Hoopla. And um, dude, there's so many books on here. It's insane. And I'm talking like, not even like just old random books, but even like brand new releases. Like, for instance, um, when was the new release of Saga? 64, I think, just came out. This, Isn't it week. this week. Yeah. yeah. So that's on there already. Don't Spit in the Wind is on there. That's from uh, Mad Cave. So that's even like a smaller publisher. Yeah. So issues one and two are now on there. And so there are so... The, the selection is insane. That you can go... Like you can go read all Saga. Um, Bone Orchard Mythos Volume 2 just got put on there. I was blown away with how how much is on here. And That's so, so um, rad, dude. Yeah, like, let me just go through some publishers that I have on here. And some of them I haven't even heard of. I was surprised they had Scout. Yeah. Um, so they have, like, small ones like Dynamite, Titan Comics. They have a Blaze, um, Vault, Mad Cave, Valiant, Scout, Fanbase Press, Zenoscope. So the, there's tons of, even I've never even heard of, Aspen Comics. You know what's frustrating, man? So you were telling me about this, and I was like, dude, what a cool way to to read some some comics, especially because comicsology feels like it's on the way out. And right, so right. I was trying to get I was trying to get on Hoopla with you, and my local library doesn't do Hoopla, man. Dude, you know what's funny is um I was talking to a buddy at work and I mentioned Hoopla to him, and he was like, I've never used Hoopla. Uh, right now I use he mentioned the one that you were using. Libby. Yeah, he's like, we use Libby. And I was I told him about Hoopla and he looked it up and he's like, dude, Hoopla's ten times better. And so he was like, You just saved me a ton of money right now because this is amazing. Even audiobooks, like it anyways, it's it's a great source for those out there. Yeah, check out if your local library pairs up with Hoopla because that's a great deal, dude. Yeah, it's a it's a great source to to you know, even if you're like Wondering if you want to spend the money on a trade or something. And if they have it, you can kind of jump into it and be like, dude, yeah, this is definitely worth it or, or whatever. Um, it's rad. So this is how I came across this. And so this comic is called uh, The Old Geezers from Ablaze. And um, it is written by... Don't even try. I'm going to try. So you want to break down what Ablaze does? Well, from what I know, they take foreign comics and translate them into English for American audience. Yeah. So the writer is Wilfred Lupano. And I could get these totally wrong because I'm sure they're pronounced differently than what I'm saying. And the artist and colorist is Paul Caillou. I, I wouldn't even know how to say that, but the last name. No, I've Paul. never seen two U's in an yeah. Word at the same time, but I'll tell you, yeah, um, right Paul. Yeah, Paul's the artist and colorist. Uh, the art is fantastic throughout this. I love series. it, dude. And um, there's actually two volumes, and each volume like tells two different two different stories, and it basically follows this group of three buddies. They've been friends since they were probably like toddlers, and now they're all like um, in their eighties. I want to say. And they yeah. all have ha, have had different life choices and are at different spots in their life. And um, basically, this um, part of the story here, uh, one of their uh, one of the main characters' wife 
ends up um, passing away. So they come back uh, all together for for the funeral. And um, it is one of the funniest like slice of life stories that I have read in a long time. It's like heartwarming because they're just three buddies, like, you know, kind of like grumpy old men style. Dude, and they've I been love through. Them. Yes, they were incredible. And even though it's like they're coming together around a tough situation, you know, like there there's flashbacks from them growing up and, and the past, and they go on this crazy adventure together. Um, artwork is fantastic, and it's just an incredible, like I said, slice of life story, man. Following three buddies. I hope me and you still have this hilarious oh, relationship gosh, when I we're know, in our dude. 80s. I could just see it now. I uh, know, man. Like, that was one of the things I, 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 reading it, I just kept thinking, like, dude, I hope I, I get here. Like, yeah. what a cool spot to be where, like, you're just like, ah, uh, like, I don't know what the right word to put it, like, nitpicking each other, but you all love each other no matter what you say or do. Like, it's just hilarious. Man. Oh, yeah. They all have these quick one liners they're throwing at each other. And it's just hysterical. So, like, like I said, they show up to um, one of the uh, guys. His wife passed away, and they get on this crazy adventure because his wife like left him a note to read. Mm-hmm. And so, a couple of days after the wedding, he like pops it open, and basically, what happens uh, after the wedding or oh, after the funeral? Funeral. Gosh, yeah, after the funeral. Um, basically, what happens is the note says she had like a fling with. Um, the Pretty owner, much the, as, the owner as of the company. Nemesis. Yes, and as you go through this story, like you learn, like all of, like I don't know if all of them work there or just him, but he it hated. Like they, yeah, it seemed like they all did for a time, but he worked there the longest, and right. he kept fighting for the unions. Yeah, and, and he was like, you know, wanted to stick it to the man, and he was the owner of this huge corporation, and. So they were always like button heads. And so in this letter, it basically detailed she had like a little fling with him. Yeah. And so now here this 80-year-old man is, you know, on his way to go find this other 80-year-old man so he can beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> Not just beat him up, bro. He's bringing a shotgun with him, man. And so then he darts off and then his other two buddies are like, oh, we can't let this happen. So they go to jet after him and... Uh, um his uh, niece, or no, I think his his granddaughter. I think it's his granddaughter. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Tags along and is like, yeah, let's go stop. And she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so it's just hysterical because you got these two old men doing a, a crazy road trip in this car with this young woman who's pregnant. And um, she has crazy hormones going on because she's pregnant. So she's hilarious. She's like not putting up with their crap that they're doing. No. And both of these dudes, like they stop for like, you know, food and they're just hysterical, man. Every time it's just funny story after funny story. And it was, it was a cool read, man. It was refreshing. Um, I found myself laughing throughout the whole thing and it was just, um, it was fun. My favorite part is when uh, the the I, so the names I don't know what if they're French or what, but I'd get them all wrong. So not that I'm would ever get a name right anyway. But the dude who's going after his old boss with the shotgun, you know, yeah. My favorite scene in the whole thing. Well, one of my favorite scenes, dude. He gets to his like uh, where the I don't even know how you say it, but his old boss is there. And, uh, it's like a care home, I think, because 
Or maybe it's just his old mansion just, and he's I got a nurse home. who yep. cares for him. Yeah, he's in-home nurse. And uh, so he gets there and there's a big wall and he's got to hop the wall. <laughs> and he throws a shotgun over the wall and it goes right into a lake. <laughs> so he picks up a stick. It was just like I didn't see it coming and it just really made me laugh that the shotgun went right into the lake and then he's all bummed at himself. Like, what kind of idiot is doing this right now? Yeah. And it's hilarious because like all of them, like they grew up obviously and they all kind of went their own ways just like, you know, everybody does in life. But one of the characters like... He has lived a life. Is hysterical. So like throughout this whole first story... He's like telling his buddies that he like runs like a group of like blind people. Dude. And he's like, Yeah, we just go and we'd like to stir stuff up around the city. So we'll crash parties. (laughs) And so he's like, There's these scenes where he's leading like a group of like blind people that can't see into these parties and they're just wrecking stuff. And it's just hysterical because you could see old people doing that, especially this dude. And it's well, so funny. It's so funny too. And his buddy's like, but you're not even blind. And he's like, well, they need a leader. They gotta have a leader. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just, dude, stories like that throughout this thing. And like the flashbacks of when they're younger is super cool. And oh, I uh, love the flashbacks, dude. Yeah, it's just an uh, awesome story. So if you, this is one that if you want something different or, you know, you're just getting in the comics, I think you could recommend this. And people could be like, dude, I didn't like, I didn't even think this was a thing in comics, yeah. you know? It's cool because I think you actually mentioned this when, when you were first telling me about this book, you said it reminded you like a tiny bit of uh, a better place. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, what's cool about it is it totally does, but it's like the opposite end of the spectrum of better place. Right. Because in a better place, it's like this same sort of like everyday sort of comic book, but from a kid's perspective. And then this one's just like the same deal, but with like three really old friends, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Well put. So pretty cool. I loved it, dude. Good recommendation. I had to buy it, though. I didn't get it for free. I spent 20 bucks on this bad boy. Well, I'd say it's worth it. If I if I came across this, I would purchase it in a hardcover because um, it, it was a really good read. So I can't wait to finish reading through volume one. Um, and it covers two stories. And I think this one came out in 2020. And then there's also a volume two that was released. I don't know how many stories that covers. It might be two as well. Um, it came out in 2021. So it's not super old. Um but check this one out. It's um, it's hysterical. And Dude, really quick. When he gets to his boss's house that he wants to beat up for having an affair with his wife, it's uh, kind of crazy because his boss has uh, Alzheimer's, you know, and he's there to like wh- whack him in the head with a stick. But it becomes clear like right away this dude has no idea where he is, who people are. But... It was kind of tough, dude, because he just kept like rubbing it in the dude's face about his affair with his wife, man. I was like, oh, my gosh, dude, just walk away, dude. I know. And I thought it was hysterical because like the dude who has dementia, like these guys shows up and he's like calling them like everybody is somebody different, obviously, because you can't remember. But it's just hysterical how they just go along. Like the nurse just goes along with it. And he ends up just sitting there just like kind of going along with it, but also listening to him rant about his wife. And I don't know if she necessarily had like a full on affair because even the, cause the granddaughter knew about it. Yeah. And she's, she's like 
trying to tell her grandpa, oh, it was just like a, a silly fling. You know, it wasn't anything serious, but she didn't feel bad and didn't want to tell you because she loved you so much. But either way, um, it was just a cool story. So I can't Bro, wait. Can to- I give you a piece of advice, even though I know this is not anything you would ever do? If you ever do go down a road where you make a mistake and have an affair and keep it a secret, don't write a note telling her that you did after you're dead and to read it after you're dead. That is just not a cool move. Not, not a good, yeah, not a good idea. I don't think. <laughs> it's like, just what let it be doing? gone. Yeah. Let it be gone. Anyway. Yeah. I'm stoked. It's cool too. That the, like you said, the volumes each have two stories in them. So I'm stoked to pick up with the, the second story in this one, the Bonnie and Perot story. So I think that should give us a little backstory into how, because, you know, Perot and Bonnie hated each other there for, didn't see each other for 20 years. Bonnie was uh, our other dude's wife. Who yeah, yeah. Died in the previous story. So yeah. I loved it, man. I loved it a lot. Okay, I'm glad you liked it. And like I said, this is one I think like anybody can pick up and read if they want to break some normal comics or just get into comics. This is one that like you're going to read and you're going to be like, dude, I didn't know comics can tell stories like this. It, it's, yeah. it's super good. I love the character designs of each of the dudes. Oh, yeah. 100%. They're real dudes to me. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Anyway, dude, I'd love to uh, also chat with you about another one I know we both read was Don't Spit in the Wind number two. Yeah. What'd you think? Tell me. Dude. T- tell me your thoughts. Didn't go where I thought it was going. It got All wild. It got way wild. All of a sudden, there's trash monsters. There's a group of people who worship a trash god. And uh, I didn't expect it to go this way, dude. It got real wild, man. What'd you think? Yeah, I didn't expect it to go that way either. I thought maybe we were going to go down a route. And the story like picks up right away where one left off. And this could almost like, if you can put it on a timeline, it's like these two issues are like happening like in an hour, within an hour. Yeah. You know, so it's pretty quick. But um yeah, it starts off just crazy as can be. You get this group of like, I don't even know what you would call them. Just some crazy like trash worshiping cult out there that is just like against the Atomic Brothers out there trying to clean up. So they're like blowing up their their machines. And then you got, you know, we finally see this monster from that or we think is what's responsible for killing their buddy in the first issue. You got our main character. He's still fighting that swarm of bugs. He's like still in the same position he was in the first issue. He pretty much says it's curtains for me. And um, but yeah, man, it was um, it was crazy, fast paced for sure. Um, you get a little bit of a glimpse of like the high society living up in space. That was kind of cool. The permanent space station where they show you about the levels and who yeah. lives on each one. So I did like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. That was cool. I want to. I want your honest take, honest opinion. Don't sugarcoat it. What's your honest take here now? Issue two of the artwork. I like it. Do you? I do. I do like it a lot. I like. I like like it and don't like it at the same time. Is that weird? I mean, I can see what you're saying. Like there are some panels that are kind of strange. I just don't understand why the dude's faces always look like they're melting. Yeah, maybe facial expressions are a little different. They just look all sweaty. Like everywhere's just Oh, yeah. That's just how I took it. Like it just looks like they're all just sweating. (laughs) 
But it does look like it's going to get interesting because that 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 um, the space station where it seems like most people live now is is run out of money and food and. So we'll see where it goes from here, man. Yeah, it's almost like the same thing that happened to Earth. Now it's happened in their space station floating way above Earth. And so, like, um, yeah, who knows what they're going to do. But super interesting. Um, I thought it was still cool. Yeah, I liked it a lot. And, um, yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm, there's got to be, I, I think his, um, you know, the girl he's in love with who was on that other, like, she, uh... she's got to come in and save the day somewhere. Well, is that kind of what happened at the end when he gets picked up by the big crane hand? I'm, I'm assuming. We don't really yeah. see, but that's what I'm assuming. And then they're going to have to do something to save the day because they got two bad guys are going to have to fight that crazy group. And then this big got like this big blo- blob monster. monster. Yeah. I'm still liking it, man. It's been cool, dude. Oh, good, dude. Yeah, that's pretty much as far as reading and watching. That's all I was able to get into this week. Um. So if you want to hit some books that you got into, you want to spotlight some, I'd like to hear about a couple of them, especially yeah. uh, Phantom Road, if you got into that. Yeah, let me do a... I'll do a quick speedy. Get a speed uh, around in. Yeah, because some of these I don't want to spoil because I know you haven't read them yet, and I know you want to. Yeah. Phantom Road's wild, though, dude. So remember I told you at the end of the last one, they kill that that monster, and they look back, and it's a real dude? Yeah, two main yeah. people. Well, bro, this one picks up and it's the sheriff sitting on the side of the road and they're looking at a dead monster. No. And so they're wigging out like, what the heck is this thing? Why- so there's got to be some weird alternate dimension going down. And they can't figure out why it looks like this. Yeah, there's definitely some alternate dimension. So anyway, this FBI agent gets put on the case and it seems like these things are sort of happening. And uh, anyway, one of the most wild things, dude, is that her and her dad have been to that other dimension before. So at the very end, you get a glimpse of her having been there. And so uh, you're just kind of wondering, like, how all connected is she to this? What does her, what's her dad doing? And uh, but anyway, they're still just out looking for our two main characters. And uh, you find out some wild stuff about both of them in this one, too. I, I won't spoil here on, on that view. But, dude, I think that this is probably the best Lemire I've read in a long time. Like, it's just super solid writing, super compelling. Like, the mystery, the thrillers, the twists, the turns. Like, I hadn't, I didn't expect to open this one up and see the sheriffs looking at a dead monster. Like, that's just nuts, dude. And the last one where they're looking out the... The cafe. Oh, and those the restaurants that they're at. Like, there's some connection between them. Mm. Like, I don't know what they're called. They're like Big Ben's or something in this one. I don't remember. I'm gonna have to check this out then, because every time you tell me about it, it just gets more interesting. And um, I think I'm gonna get yeah. this. I'm I'm gonna have to pick it up, dude. I'm telling you right now. I know for sure you'd like it, bro. It's pretty nuts, dude. Yeah. Don't say anything else. I'll start reading it for myself. So I do that one's been great and I'm I just can't wait to see what they've got planned up there for for more of that story because I'm I really love it, dude. Uh I got to read Vanish number six, and dude, the second arc is so much better than the first arc, just hands down better. There's a huge, a couple huge twists in issue six that really just kind of like brought the whole story to another level. And I can't wait to see what's going down here too. I think Donnie Kate's really uh, spun this in a direction that it needed to go. 
because it was feeling a little stale at the end of the first arc, to be honest. And even a little bit at the beginning of this one. But dude, it's just getting wild, dude. Like, feels like it's just getting started. And uh, I wish I could tell you the big twist, but I don't want to ruin it for anybody who's listening. But this is a big twist at the end of this one. And uh, I just continue to really love this one, dude. I think Vanish is on uh, Hoopla, the first uh, arc. So I'm going to have to... Yeah, pick it up, man. Yeah. I got to read uh, Noctera 14. I'm not going to say anything about yeah, the story. Yeah, don't spoil that one. Because yeah. that one um, was one yeah. I'm stoked to read this week. Oh, so. wild, bro. And it opens up in a way that I don't think you're expecting it to. Just to be honest. Because I didn't. Maybe you are. Uh, and some bad stuff goes down at the end. Because of a mistake that they made. And... Pretty nuts, dude. So I think there's just one more after that. Yeah, I think this. it's just one more after that. So yeah. So I can't wait to see how that ends. I will say there, there's something weird about Noctera that it's been this way from the beginning that Snyder's kind of messing around with these... Uh, I don't know, honestly know the right way to put it, but it's, it's a lot of these weird ideas thrown in. Remember like Bailey with math and now Emery, I, and there's some of that stuff comes back in this issue a little bit. I, I don't know, like a little too philosophical for me, which is fine. It's just feels a little bit forced. Yeah, like, I was just about to say, yeah. Who's talking like this? That's my only complaint uh, from the, the back. Especially you know. Bailey, how young she is. Yeah, so it's just not my favorite, but it's... That part of it's not my favorite. I've been loving Noctera. Right, right. It's a cool story. Um, I'm saving my absolute favorite for the very end here, but I also got to read Kaya. So this started the new arc, Kaya 7. And dude, that was great, man. Uh, finally, the world gets bigger. The monsters and the enemies are getting more wild and more real, more tangible. Because in the first arc, they were kind of just an idea until the very end. And even then, it wasn't so powerful. But in this one, it's it definitely got a lot more wild. And Jin is captured by some of these monsters. So Kaya and the Lizard Riders are out to try to rescue him. And I think that it finally is getting to where I wanted it to go. Because you remember what I was saying about it earlier on, that I didn't have a connection to the world. And so I think I'm finally yeah, yeah. starting to get that here. So I appreciated that a lot. I got to read uh, TMNT Usagi Yojimbo number two. And that's not really like anything to like, like gonna wow you, but it's they're they are literally the perfect pairing. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, 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 just perfect. And Usagi and the turtles have such a cool friendship, uh, especially if you've read some of the older stuff and the connections, and just a fun story. And they're they're teaming up right now to to take out Doctor Werewen, and uh, it's pretty cool, man. It's just been a lot of fun. Got to read Saga sixty four. Not much to report there. It's Saga, so I'll always love it. But I will say something needs to kind of go down because they got to wrap it up. Like it's yeah. I'm I, honestly I'm to the point where I feel like I I kind of I I don't even want to say that yet, but I feel that in I think deep down like it needs to wrap up. Yeah. Um. But bro, I got to read maybe one of my favorite comics of all time. Was it that like new one that hands just came down? Out? Yes, it is literally like if it, there's a lot of text and a lot of reading, and some of it can feel a little long winded, but it connected with me in a huge way. And it's something is epic, uh, put out by Image, and the author's name I probably won't pronounce it right, but let me get to the front page here so I can see it. Simon 
Kudransky? Kudransky? I don't know. I think I'm pretty close. Dude. Oh my gosh, man. The artwork is phenomenal. Absolutely crushed it. The story's great. It's about this kid and his imagination, but his imagination is real for him. And it's just, uh, so he's seeing all, like, so let me try to paint this picture. We all have imaginations. We all think things that don't manifest in our reality, right? Everything you think and everything you imagine is created in a parallel universe and really exists. This kid can see that. Mm. So like all these crazy ideas that people have thought and come up with are all very real to him in real life, like in just waking. He doesn't have to travel from one universe to the next. It's all present to him. Like he's, he go, he's like, mom, there's a monster in my room. His mom goes into the room, shining a flashlight, doesn't see anything, but there's just a huge vampire sitting there. And uh, dude, I mean, just the, that concept alone to me yeah, is so cool because I love that yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. That, you like, that is a hook for me already. I think. Yeah. And uh, just the art, dude, like it feels like it took, I don't know, three years for this book to be drawn. It's so good. It reminds me a little bit of like a vicious circle. But so look, here's a panel of like just how neat it is. He's kind of looking. You, you'll see how text heavy it is. Don't let that bother you because I'm telling you it's great. But so it's kind of the world. Look at all those different characters and how different they look. The robots, the the weird the like Dragon Ball guy. Z guy. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And this one's funny because this is the next page where he's talking about it. And uh, you can see the 8-bit guy on here. He's like an 8-bit ninja. See the blue guy there? Dude, a lot of people are raving about this. Dude, um, it blew my mind, dude. I loved it so much, man. And uh, it's just this cool, like, it really paints a picture for him. And one of the things that he says in here that I just thought was such a neat idea was that, like, and let me let me just say, well, let me tell you at first. He says, if you've ever imagined anything, you're a creator. And I was like, dude, how cool is that? Because you know why I beat myself up sometimes? I feel like I'm a pretty cool idea guy. <laughs> I can have a good idea, but I can't get it done. Yeah. And so I'm and I like just beat myself up over it. And so it was just kind of a neat to be able to tell myself, like, no, I am creative. Like, even if it's just an idea, like. And that's, you know, being a creative person. And that was neat, I thought. Yeah, yeah, no, I do like that. I'm going to have to check this one out then. Because, like I said, I've been seeing it all over Instagram. A lot of people posting about it. I think Ross was posting about it. Um, I'm going to have to check this one out. Dude, it gets wild because he thinks he's the only one who's really, like, doing this. But at the end, he's like, in a, I don't know exactly. Oh, he's at a doctor's office for his mom, right? And there's this... Uh, this dude comes in. He's a one of those, you know, see him right there? That like cartoony guy. So he's part of that someone's imagination. He's walking yeah. through and see all the like bullet holes and he's he's ripped. Can you see that? Like like his yeah, paper jacked. was torn. And so, but do you see what I'm saying though? Like it looks like his arm was ripped off, but like he's made out of paper. Yeah. Well, as he's walking, dude, as he's sitting on the the kids sitting on the uh bench here and this old dude sitting next to him sees the paper that's falling off of that guy and picks up the paper and the kid's like what he can see the guy too oh, so he can have and yeah I so and then uh somebody asked the old dude like that isn't that him aren't you going to talk to him and he just says uh he's not ready yet but dude 
I loved so it, man. It sets like up a, a rad, a rad world, then for sure. It sounds like, yeah. And it seems like his mom's uh, dying of something. So I loved it, dude. It was heartfelt. I love that concept. I, I, there's something so cool. It kind of reminded me a little bit of a weird sort of. Uh, and this is probably way off. Someone might think I'm crazy, but uh, what's it? The never-ending story. For some mm. reason, it kind of reminded me a little of that. Uh, I don't I know why. All the time when I was a kid. Loved it, bro. I loved it. And the art kind of reminded me a little bit, like just of quality, a little bit of a vicious circle. Mm. I'm going to have to check so this one good, out. So good, dude. For sure. I'm keeping up with it. I'm going to buy it in a hardcover. I'm committed already. Like if it was available for pre-order after reading issue one, Get I'd already ready. pull the trig. You're in it to win. I loved it, bro. I loved it. I think Ross called it a masterpiece, and I'm not sure he's wrong. Like, I think he's probably right. All right. Epic you for show. Me. Yeah, you sold me. Dude, I love it, man. And so he's going into, his mom has to go to work one day, and so he's going into his room. And in his room, there's just this, like, super old vampire and a vampire cat that he's seen, like, his whole life, and he just kind of ignores them. Yeah, because it's normal uh, for him. Yeah, it's just so cool, man. And I can't wait to see where it's going. Uh, I'm lit up about this, dude. I loved it. <laughs> you can't even I sit think... still. You're so pumped. <laughs> and the paneling's great. Uh, especially there's a there's a scene where he's in the car with his mom. And it's probably like a passing of 30 seconds. but it, And it's this uncomfortable moment where his mom ends up kind of being mean to him. But it's broken up in these tiny panels of like, just, it's him and then his mom's mouth. Him and then his mom's mouth. And uh, it just has this effect of like drawing out this like probably 30 seconds of a car ride. And just making that what happens at the end of it just stick so hard that... uh that's great. It was, it's phenomenally done, dude. Like in terms of, again, like just constantly being wowed of what comic books can do and how people like can just, how they're able to use this medium, dude, to just tell anything is so rad. And I really love this story, man. Well, dude, you sold me on it. That's for sure. Like I said, like there's a lot of text, but. It's so worth it, dude, because it's, it's good. It's a cool story, and the kids got some cool stuff he's saying in, the, in that, so I dug it. Check it out. See if it's on Hoop. Uh, I'll, I'll look, but um, either way, it sounds like one that I would enjoy, so um, might just go pick it up. Heck yeah, dude. Well, good, dude. You got in a lot this week, my man. Yeah, man. It was, uh, it was a good week for me. I ended up, uh, I was worried that I wasn't going to get much reading in because my family was, or my wife was gone and my babysitter's on, so I was on, like, dad duty. Uh, but uh, being home from work, I actually had, like, a couple hours free, so I just burnt through some books, man. Nice. Well, um... I'll tell you this. It was really hard to stick to my one episode Sweet Tooth today. Like, I really wanted to go watch another one today, man. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. What are you looking forward to next week coming out? You got anything uh, catching your eye? Yeah, dude, we got a, some pretty cool releases next week. We've got um, Fantastic Four number seven. If anybody would listen to our uh, Marvel Usagi with uh, Ross, he's been loving that run. So that's good. Marvel, what? I said Usagi, but I meant Unagi. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we've got uh, Guardians of the Galaxy number two, that Western style uh, Guardians coming out. Dude, Little Monsters 13, dude. That's what I was just about to say, man. They better it better have a decent payoff here, Jeff. Mosley 4, bro. Yeah, that's another one I'm looking forward to. And I think those are my top two for next week for sure. And Red Zone 3 and Immortal Sergeant 5 were kind of rounding out the list there for me next week. Yeah, dude, I think you nailed it. Um, definitely looking forward to Mosley. Definitely looking forward to um, seeing what happens at the end of Little Monsters. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm pumped for it, actually, because I like the last issue, so this should be cool. Um, I saw Gimmick number three is coming out from Ahoy. Is it? I didn't see that on there. I, I think write so. that down. Yeah, so May 17th. I could be wrong, but... Um, well, let's just be clear. Anything we say could be wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another one I want to mention, I know the guys over... I think um, both Matt and Monk are reading it. The Seasons Have Teeth, issue number two from Boom. That's oh, what's yeah, coming out. Um, I think Matt was reading that. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that one floating around. Um, this is Canary number six, but I thought that already finished up last week, but I could be wrong. That was a Comixology exclusive. That ended I'm pretty that. sure it already came out. Yeah. If it did, Sometimes I didn't see you... it. Oh, maybe it didn't. Hmm. Either way, I need to read it. So if it did come out, I haven't read it yet. Yeah, a lot of good stuff coming out next week. It should be fun. Heck yeah, buddy. Dude, another one that I just found too that could be crazy. Remember um, Snyder's Dark Spaces? Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot you were showing me this. So, this know? other one just popped up and it's called Dark, Dark Spaces Good Deeds. And it's like an anthology. And yeah. so, it has a, it's a whole different team, actually. So, Snyder's not even writing it. So, um, I don't know how this is even... I, I don't know if it's in the same world or, or what's going on. No, but it sounds cool. like an anthology. So uh, different stories, maybe like shared universe or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's what I meant. Uh, yeah. Anyways, you knew what I meant. Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> maybe I did. Sorry, I was looking at the book and I might have missed what you said. Sorry. So eh, it could be cool because I... Dude, Snyder's Dark Spaces was... That was such a cool story. The art was incredible. I know it's a different team here, but um, yeah, it could be worth checking out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so uh, just a reminder, uh, if you're looking for a new shop or you're, you know you can't find something you're looking for at your shop, make sure you check out our boy Frank over at coffeeandacomic.com. Uh, cool dude, cool shop. Enter our coupon code at checkout, all, all caps, the comic book. Is it the or just comic book? Man, now I don't know. The comic book layer, all caps, the. Yeah, it's in there. Uh, to save yourself 15% off at checkout, I uh, know, you know, you're not going to be uh, disappointed. You're going to get yourself some coffee, some great coffee from a local roaster out here, too. That when I got some from them, dude, that was like, I got to go down there and get me some. I, I'm not going to pronounce it right, but S-O-N-E, like Sony, Sony, I don't know. Uh, but, dude, it was fantastic. So make sure you check out Frank. Follow him on Instagram. Uh, support a dude who supports the, the community. Uh, he's always putting in time and effort to uh, not just his shop, but to everything else that we we love around this stuff. So Yeah, yeah, definitely. Check him out. Anyway, buddy, what do we got going on next week? Dude, finally wrapping up Skyward Volume 3. Super stoked to see how it ends. Um, right now, Willa. And um, let's just, I'm just going to go with Burrow. 
because that's what I was saying all last episode. So <laughs> just stick, just stick with it, bro. See you through. Gonna, just gonna roll it out with that. No, they're on their way um, to try to figure out this whole thing with gravity. So um, yeah, I'm stoked to see how it finishes up. So uh, if you've been following along with us, we'll be jumping into volume three. And uh, yeah, jump over on our Discord. And um, if you've been reading it, let us know what you think. Heck yeah, buddy! You so think she's bringing gravity? You think she's bringing it back or no? I don't you know. Gonna, I, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. think she can. I think that's impossible. There's nothing that's going to bring gravity back. I think. It's, I, I think. I think there is. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I don't think, think she's going to have to make now. a decision, and she's, she's going to have to make a tough decision. To? Yeah, I, I think so. We'll see. Is it going to be because she loves Edison? I don't know if she really loves Edison, though. <laughs> but Edison loves her, bro. I know. I don't know. It's going to be crazy. I want to know who that one character is at the end of uh, Volume 2. So Yeah, it's got to be mine. should be cool. Yeah. I'm pumped to jump into it. Heck yeah, buddy. Well, how can people keep up with us and uh, follow along? And Definitely um, subscribe to our show and um, tell a friend. We really appreciate that. Spread the word of the old comic book layer. And uh, check us out over on our Instagram at the Comic Book Layer. You can see everything we're getting into. And uh, if you want to jump into further conversation, head over to our Discord channel. And um, yeah, introduce yourself. We'd love to meet you. Tell us what you're reading. Heck yeah, buddy. Anyways, keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds. Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R-O-S-E-K-A-T audio.com.